Pelosi plays petty politics. The media gets caught lying about hospitals in America. Cuomo gets caught lying about the ventilators. And Trump says you people to a black reporter and everybody loses their mind. We're about to talk about all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. This is the weekly episodes. Every Saturday, we interview somebody from around the country. Now let's get into this. Were there ventilators found in a storage facility uh, or something that the president is claiming that there were ventilators? Watch Cuomo lie through his teeth about ventilators in New York. Found. Combo, your thoughts. Do you think uh, Trump is doing a good job? That they need to be distributed. Is there any truth yeah. to that? That is, uh, that is incorrect and grossly uninformed. So he's responding to Trump's comments where, where, where Trump said that there are ventilators that need to be, uh, you know, pretty much passed out. He's saying that's grossly uninformed. The, uh, the point is we have ventilators in a stockpile. And now <laughs> a second later he says, well, we, we do have ventilators in a stockpile. Yes. And we didn't send them to the hospitals yet. Of course we didn't. That's the whole point. The hospitals don't need them yet. The hospitals aren't at their apex. The hospitals have enough ventilators today. So Cuomo, what he's doing is just stockpiling ventilators. He's trying to get more and more ventilators, saying, we need them now, we need them now. But you don't need them right this second. Obviously, you're going to need them if the time comes where you're going to need them. And obviously, yeah, you know, it's a, it probably is a good thing that he is stockpiling. But don't act like Trump's not sending ventilators when he is and you got them hoarded in a pile. But the numbers are going up. We're planning for an apex, a high point in about 21 days. That's when we need the 30,000 ventilators, not today. Right now, we're putting them in a stockpile. So the point is, well, they're in a stockpile, you must not need them. It's just ignorant. Of course you don't need them today. You need them when you hit the climb, uh, the apex which is 30,000. We're not there. So he says we need them today, but then he goes on and says, oh, we don't need them today. What, well, what, what is it, Cuomo? I, it, I just feel like this is turning into uh, attacks on Trump. Instead of, instead of fully working together and fully being honest, it's just transforming and turning into attacks, and it's becoming politicized. This is why I'm not fully 100% trusting the death numbers that are coming out of New York right now. We know Italy has been tracking deaths with coronavirus, not deaths from coronavirus. What, what is stopping New York City and New York State from counting it the same exact way to achieve a specific political purpose? I'm not saying that's what's happening, but what is stopping them? Because Cuomo wants more ventilators. Will he be inflating his numbers in order to get the ventilators that he wants to get? that he doesn't necessarily need right this second. Is that a possibility? 100% that's a possibility. Do I want to see a list of autopsies and cause of deaths for every person marked from dead from corona? Yes, I do want to see that. I, I want to see that. You don't have to put their names on it. I just want to see it and make sure and go over the data and make sure the data we're getting is proper. If someone died as a result from coronavirus, I want to know. If someone died that's unrelated to coronavirus... And they're marked 
as a death be, because they just happen to have it dormant in their system. I want to know that as well. This seems to be very important information when when deciding the outcome of, of, of the fate of how we're gonna, res, you know, how our whole entire country is gonna respond to this. It seems like we need as much data as possible. Watch this video. You're gonna see how mentally unfit Pelosi is for office, and I want you to comment below if you think that she should be removed for uh, not being all mentally there. Really hard hit, President Trump is considering relaxing federal guidelines for coronavirus for some of the less affected parts of the country. Do you think he should? Well, first of all, let me just say how sad it is that even since the president's signing of the bill, the number of deaths reported has doubled from 1,000 to 2,000 in our country. This what does signing the stimulus bill have anything to do with the amount of deaths in the country? This is such a very, very sad time for us. So we should be taking every precaution uh, what the president, his uh, denial at the beginning uh, was deadly. His delaying. Oh, she's saying that Trump's denial was deadly. Meanwhile, Trump was getting the coronavirus task force put together while she was signing the impeachment proceedings. Where, wh why isn't she being called out on, by, by that by the media? Trump was the one actually going out making sure to keep America safe while she was out there playing petty politics. Of getting... Uh, equipment to where it continues is delaying getting equipment to where it's needed is deadly. And now I think the best thing would be to do is to prevent uh, more loss of life rather than open things up so that, because we just don't know. We have to have testing, testing, testing. That's what we see. Obviously, we just don't know. The original projections showed millions of people were going to die. Now it's 100 to 200,000, the projections. So now is the time to decide if when we're going to start to open up because we see it going the other way as we have more data available to us. Said from the start, before we can evaluate uh, what the, the, the uh, nature of it is in some of these other regions as well. I don't know what the purpose of that is. I don't know what the scientists are saying to him. I don't know what the scientists said to him. When did the president know about this? Exactly, Pelosi. You don't know. Stop playing your stupid politic games and get to work to help America. You you give this, this this bill, you rewrite it up, and you put all your socialist agenda stuff in there that's totally unrelated to anything that has to do with coronavirus. And what did he know? What did he know? And when did he know it? That's for an after-action review. But as the president fiddles, people are dying fiddles, as the president fiddles, as Pelosi fiddles and wastes people's time on the stimulus bill, people are losing their jobs. People were dying. People, well, <laughs> the inevitability of coronavirus coming here was happening while Pelosi was too busy signing impeachment. And we have to, we just have to take every precaution. This, this woman is mentally unfit. If I am surprised. I'm surprised. I don't know how much of this Americans are going to take before they take action upon themselves and they forcibly remove people like this from office. So I don't know how much more needs to be taken. I feel like we got pretty close with the stimulus bill. I think if the 
the, I think if the lockdown persists for another few weeks and politicians like Pelosi uh, keep, you know, dancing around and, you know, playing her little politic game while there's a serious thing going on, I think we'll be edging pretty close uh, to that point. I hope that point never comes because that could be the point where, you know, civil wars get started and, you know, create some massive economic unrest. I don't want that to happen, but this is America and, and those are the ideas that's that's. That's one of the founding principles of America <laughs> is uh, rising up against your government when you see them becoming tyrannical or, or not in your interest. It's kind of like a founding principle. So <laughs> it, it wouldn't be surprising to me. I'm not advocating for it. But, you know, uh, these politicians think they're safe in there and their little ivory tower, towers, you know, with their, you know, behind uh, their desk. And signing papers, but at the end of the day, they're they're powerless. You know, <laughs> as long as we got the Second Amendment, I'm sorry, but we're the people. They're pretty powerless at the end of the day. You know, they're supposed to be serving us, not serving their own personal agenda. But that that's just my take on that. Kamala, <laughs> your thoughts? I'm not advocating for any of that stuff, but I'm just saying it's kind of the founding principles of America. This is the clip where Trump says "you people" to a black reporter, and everybody attributes racism. Comment below if you think he was talking about her skin color or her being a reporter. It's obvious. Might need, I, not, I might not need 30,000. You said it on Sean Hannity's Fox News. You said that you might. Why don't you people act? Let me ask you. You said something. Why don't you act in a little more positive? It's always trying to My get you. My question to you Get is, you, get you. And you know what? That's why nobody trusts the media anymore. He goes, why, why don't you people act a little bit more positive? That's what he said. That's why people don't trust you. Because the media is coming to these events, and they're constantly trying to get Trump into the into the hook of promoting uh, fear-mongering. My That's question why to you people, is, how is that going to impact? Excuse me, you didn't hear me. That's why you used to work for the Times, and now you work for somebody else. Look, let me tell you something. Be nice. Don't Mr. Be President, threatening. my question don't is— Don't be threatening. Be nice. Go My ahead. question is, how is that going to impact how you fill these orders for ventilators or for masks? Your views that they're, they're not, you're not going to, it's not going to impact you at all. We're producing tremendous numbers of ventilators. We're doing a great job on it. Mike Pence, our vice president, has headed up the task force, which has been incredible, the job they've done. We have everybody in the White House working on it. We have everybody in the country is working on this in one way or the other the fact is we've done a great job of delivering you've seen the biggest people in the business i mean there's nobody even close to this group of people we had a meeting at three o'clock it lasted for a long time I think, it was a i think that might have been it but he i'm going to go over it again he says it right new over york here. might need I, that I might not need thirty thousand. you said it on sean hannity's on, fox news you said why don't you people act let, let me ask you, you why said, don't you people why on earth would he be talking about her skin color when he says, why, why don't you people? How many black people go up to Trump trying to make him talk negatively about things? Is that is that a thing that's happening? Obviously, he's talking about the reporters. I tweeted out the left is attributing racism, is, is attributing racism to Trump saying you people when he was talking to a black reporter. It is obvious he is talking about the mainstream media, not black people. I can't tell if the left is this stupid. Or if they're purposely lying, what do you think it is? I think it's a little bit, a little, a little healthy mix of both. It's obviously the left; they don't see this woman as a professional. They don't see her as a reporter. They don't see her as any anything that that she's doing uh, outside of her color. That's all that they see her as. That's all they they're playing this identity politics game where they don't see her as an individual. They don't see her as a person. They don't see her as a reporter. They don't see her as someone with uh, a different in, in, in intellect uh, other than their own. 
they, they see her as this is a black woman and that's it that's it that's that's all of her identity that's how they see it. and these are the people the people that are seeing it like that those are the true racists those are the true racists in america that are keeping racism alive trump is is referring to her as a professional professional reporter you people professional reporters the left sees it as trump is referring to a black person because that's all that they see. They have these they have these race blinders on, and that's all that they see. They they see they don't see this woman as a report. They see her as a black person. They have this large tent that's oh, been man. set up right next to the entrance. Of oh man! In this news clip, we're gonna see the this hospital dealing with this coronavirus outbreak. They got to set up tents outside. The ER of the hospital just behind us. This is Sharp Grossmont here in La Mesa. Oh, we have video of this for you. Let's get to that. An employee inside the ER waiting room oh, said man. staff's been dealing with a massive influx of flu patients. So that Plot twist. This was from the regular seasonal flu. This is a video from 2017 of just a hospital dealing with a, a flu outbreak. Uh, I want you to listen to it, and I want you to see how this is very familiar to what we're hearing about coronavirus stuff. And this was a video I found on the internet with 500 views. This is a real broadcast from ABC 10. That's why they have this overflow tent. Sharp Hospital has verified this information. This comes as the county is dealing with a record number of cases. Today, new numbers were released. There have been more than 3,800 cases this season. The recent spike is astounding. Three weeks ago, there were less than 500 cases. Two weeks ago, a little more than 500. But last week, just last week, the numbers skyrocketed to more than 2,200 cases here in San Diego. The county says influenza A is hitting the hardest. You see, there is nothing out of the ordinary of a busy flu season, hospitals taking extra precautions. It's something that's normal. And and based on the views of this video, it only had 500 views and it's been up since 2017. Goes to show you that nobody cares about these regular flu outbreaks, the seasonal flu outbreaks. Of, of It happens a lot. What I'm seeing right now with our current situation is basically tacking on... Um, a flu, like there's a flu season that's going on right now, and we're pretty much tacking on a second flu season on top. So we're kind of dealing with two flu seasons at once. That that is that is what I'm seeing. It is going on. That's why we're seeing, I guess, a couple hospitals in New York City uh, start to make adjustments to adjust for this new influx of patients. It is not the next black plague or Spanish flu like it was originally hyped up to be by the doomsdayers. It is not even close to that. The, the new estimates, the new high-end estimates have it as just, um, I think, about 80% more deaths from COVID than from the flu. So it, at the end of the day, if we're going on the new high-end projections, it's just an extremely deadly flu season. That's really all it is. It's not this great doomsday event. It's not something that's going to wipe out half the world and cause civil unrest because uh, supply chains are cut off because people are dying and sick. It's not that. At the end of the day, what it's turning out to be, as it's it's just an extremely busy flu season tacked onto another flu season. Something that can easily be dealt with by, obviously, you know, tending uh, uh, portable morgues, 
increased staff and supply and creating more space, and, and that handles it. it we, the greatest thing about our country is we're a supply and demand co- country. So if we have a, need more ventilators, we'll make more ventilators. If we need more medical staff, we'll make more medical staff. If we need more space, we'll make more space. People aren't going to be thrown out to the curb, to the side, because they can't be, be handled. It's, it's not like there's millions of people getting flooded into the healthcare system within days apart. I mean, we're, we're seeing it coming. We're prepping, which is, I guess, good. But the way it seems right now is uh, people are taking what is normal for regular flu seasons and they're attributing it to COVID-19, making it seem worse than it actually is. You see, if, if we recontext this one broadcast and instead of flu, we put corona, it would have went massively viral and you would have seen everybody using that clip to, you know, confirm their bias. But little do they know it's actually somewhat normal. Who, who would have known? Nobody would have known this. this. This is why I'm doing my research. If you just Google or YouTube, 2016 flu season, that's what I Googled to try to look up you know, videos from 10 years ago. It is literally nothing out of the order. You'll find hundreds of videos of broadcasts with under uh, a thousand views of the same coverage you are seeing right now with coronavirus dealing with the flu. CBS exposed, totally exposed. They got caught using footage from Italy hospitals when talking about hospital overcrowding in New York City. As you can see on the bottom is from Sky News from March 22nd in Italy of them dealing with COVID-19 patients. And they use the same exact footage March 25th on CBS when talking about New York City's health crisis dealing with the virus. Why is the media lying about this? Why are they, this is nothing out of the ordinary, the media does this all the time. But why are they trying to promote this agenda? Why? You need to ask yourself, why are they doing this? Who are they doing it for? I want you to comment your thoughts on that. What do you think it's being done for? But this lends more credibility to... <laughs> The, I guess I would consider myself the non-doomsdayers. I don't know what we would call ourselves, people who don't think COVID-19 is the end of the world. Maybe the, the realists or the truthers. I don't, I don't know what would be the best terminology for it, but this is just another clear example of how the media lies. And this is not the first time. They're, they're, I'm seeing tons and tons of videos out there of People visiting hospitals, the same hospitals that were seen on broadcasts being overflowed and filled up, somebody would just take it upon themselves to go there and check it out, and they see that it's kind of empty or, or, or mostly empty. 99% of the hospitals in America are not seeing this massive overflow from the virus. Obviously, in New York City, I know a lot of health professionals out there, and they're saying, yeah, it's, it's been picked up, it's been busy, there are a lot of people dying from COVID-19, which I don't doubt. But that's just New York City deal. It seems more like a New York City problem. I think it was over 90% or 80% of all the USA hospitalizations of COVID-19 are in New York City. It, it's not really a widespread problem in New York City. Obviously, it's very dense. Everybody's very close. The weather right now is relatively cold. It's, it's kind of the perfect weather for the flu. That's why you're not seeing these massive problems in California or Florida 
or in Texas, because obviously the, the virus, it's not optimal conditions for the virus to thrive. New York City right now is optimal conditions for it to spread and thrive. And that's why we're seeing a, di- a big, big major di- discrepancy in, in all the big cities on, on cases and hospitalizations of, of the patients. I think it's something New York City could handle by just increasing medical staff in space. That's what it seems like is being done. Should they be on quarantine a little bit longer? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, we're, since we're already on it, you might as well just do it for a little bit longer just to get enough data to make an even better and more informed decision. People outside of New York City, I think, should start going outside, in my personal opinion. I'm not a professional, but if I'm, I'm in California right now in Los Angeles, and if it was up to me, I would be hanging out at the gym right now. I would, I would be going to the boardwalk. I'd be living my life normally, to be honest with you. It doesn't seem like a problem out here, but New York City, it's definitely a little bit of a different story. Uh, also, we're seeing a lot of footages, a lot of footage, not footages, a lot of footage of bodies being loaded into portable morgues. A lot of those videos are total fake because the trucks are were not freezer trucks. They were just regular trucks, and it seemed like there were just regular boxes being moved, probably medical equipment. I think there was a video or a photo of a bunch of bodies in the back of one of these freezers. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that's probably just the protocol for every single COVID-19 death. They're probably not leaving them in the hospital because the bodies are probably still infected with the disease. They're probably doing a protocol where they're taking them off site and storing them until the virus would just naturally die which makes sense to stop the spread of containment. It doesn't necessarily mean that there is some massive overflow. So that's my thoughts. Watch this Rachel Maddow major, major fail. Comment below if you think she's fake news. Check out this fail. The comfort and the mercy, um, there's no sign that they'll be anywhere on site helping out anywhere in the country for weeks yet. The president said when he announced that... It's a little spoiler alert. She's saying that... The ships weren't going to go to New York anytime soon, and then they ended up arriving to New York pretty soon. Those ships would be put into action against the COVID-19 epidemic. He said one of those ships would be operational in New York Harbor by next week. That's nonsense. Ha 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 ha. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. Loser. Will not be there next week. Ten days later. Next week. (laughs) USNS Comfort arrives in New York. Where's Rachel Maddow now when she gets proven wrong? The ships did arrive. This is funny because this lends weight to the left's agenda, to their attacks on Trump, to how they want to portray this situation. They want to portray this situation as Trump delivering false promises. They want to portray it as Trump not doing enough. They want to attribute debts to Trump. They, they want people to believe that. The left, the mainstream media knows that their leftist viewership will not look into the facts. That's why people like us, we need to promote the facts. We need to get the truth out there. Rachel Maddow lied. And I wonder how many millions of people took what she said and ran with it to confirm their belief that Trump is destroying America. Probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions, took that false information and ran with it. Now that the truth is out, are they going to report on the truth? Are they going to issue a correction? Are they going to say, 
I was wrong. I'm sorry, Trump. You actually did deliver on your promises. I didn't think you could do it. Are they going to say that? I don't think they are. And if they do, I will give them props for that. But then they'll just go back to doing it again. But it takes a lot to admit when you're wrong. And I think that they should go out and start to admit that they're wrong because they are wrong. I did notice some people in media, at least at the start, give Trump some credit initially. I think they probably got to talk to by the higher ups that they can't be doing that no more because uh, I haven't seen much of that recently. So I guess, uh, yeah, comment below your thoughts. Uh, let me know what you think. Please like, subscribe to the most notifications on. Go subscribe to my podcast, America the Podcast. Please rate it five stars. The left is one star bombarding it. I need your help. Um, I post there daily. I do a daily show. So um, if you go, that would mean a lot if you can go subscribe. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out.